Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This morning, Australia open for business. Our border restrictions coming to an end. Barnaby Joyce holds on to his job, unrest in the ranks as Parliament returns. Help on the way, the troops sent in to revive our ailing aged care system. A thief tries to steal a ute, its owner won't let go. The brazen carjacking caught on camera. And heartbreak at the Olympics, Aussie Brendan Corey crashes out. This is 7 News with Jody Spears. Good morning. It's official. Australia's borders will reopen to tourists on February 21. The watershed announcement coming hours ahead of Parliament resuming. Let's go live now to political reporter Taylor Aiken in Canberra. Good morning, Taylor. It promises to be a tense first sitting week of the year. It is likely to be that way, Jody. Good morning. With the Parliament resuming for the sitting year, it is likely to detract from the government's COVID-19 recovery agenda, including the reopening of international borders. Parliament will resume sitting for the first time this year, with this sitting fortnight set to be critical for the government to pass key legislation before the next federal election, due to be held by the end of May. But a series of text message sex scandals, including... One from Deputy Prime Minister Barnaby Joyce is likely to be a sign of what's to come this sitting fortnight as the government fights to keep its pre-election agenda on track. One key part of that is returning Australia to a pandemic normal, which includes the reopening of international borders to tourists. Fully vaccinated travellers will be allowed to enter the country for the first time in two years. Tourism operators are welcoming the news following almost two years of tough economic losses, describing this as the start of a new period. Jody. OK, Taylor, thank you. The federal government is sending in the troops to help manage the COVID crisis in our aged care sector. Up to 1,700 defence staff could be called in to ease worker shortages, providing clinical, logistical and general support. The Prime Minister acknowledged aged care staff are suffering from fatigue, but added the ADF will not become a surrogate workforce and could not replace lost shifts. Victoria's new school year is off to a shaky start with a sharp rise in COVID infections. Just over 4,500 students tested positive during the first week of school. 800 teachers also contracted the virus. Victoria's Education Minister says case numbers in schools are expected to increase in the next few weeks. 
Western Australia has slashed its COVID isolation requirements as Omicron continues to spread. From today, those infected and their close contacts will only need to isolate for seven days instead of 14. They can leave isolation after day seven, provided they don't have any symptoms. The definition of close contact has also been reworked and isolation for casual contacts has been scrapped. The launch of the New South Wales government's latest COVID voucher scheme didn't go quite to plan. Huge demand causing the website to crash. 72,000 parents were able to access the vouchers, but almost 20% came away empty-handed. Some tried logging on more than a dozen times without success. The five $50 vouchers can be used on entertainment, recreation and accommodation. Firefighters in Western Australia continue to battle three separate bushfires which have destroyed homes and scorched thousands of hectares. One video shows a wall of fire barrelling towards two men as they try to get out of the danger zone. I think we'd best turn around before we... Yeah, turn around here. Let's get out of here. Support crews from interstate have now flown in to help. Queensland police are hunting a carjacker who took off with a ute in a brazen daylight grab and dash. But it's what's inside the car that's left the owners heartbroken. Striding toward this home view driveway, a figure in black beelines for Caden Holmes's ute. I was just loading up tools, as I do every Sunday. With the keys in the ignition and Caden's back turned, the thief strikes. As soon as it started, I've just run for the car. Clinging on and refusing to let go, Caden is dragged along the bitumen. He's just laying in the middle of the road, <laughs> yelling at people to chase the car. The white four-wheel drive the carjacker arrived in moments earlier almost collides with the getaway Holden, Colorado. The carpenter's foot badly injured in the chase. I'd do it all again tomorrow, really. Because it's not the car nor the expensive power tools and side that he's thinking about. It's what's in the glove box he's frantically trying to save. I had mum's ashes in the car. Caden lost his mother Tracy to cancer in 2015. He says he just wanted to have a part of her kept inside a piece of jewellery with him at all times. Despite being devastated and thousands of dollars out of pocket, Caden says no questions will be asked if his mum's ashes suddenly turn up. car's replaceable, everything in that car's replaceable, but the ashes aren't. I need back. I don't want them, I need them. So, yeah. A determined family, desperate to be reunited. Sally Guite, 7 News. To sport now, and Jakara Anthony has officially become Australia's golden girl. A full day after her Beijing Winter Olympics win in the women's moguls, the 23-year-old received her gold medal, only the sixth in Australian Winter Olympic history. A lifetime of hard work, all for this moment. Gold medals and Olympic champion, Australia, Jakara. Forced away 24 hours after a dominant win in the moguls, Jakara Anthony won't let a new gold medal out of sight anytime soon. Probably going to sleep with it on tonight, let's be real. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably not coming off for a little while. I think after I finally get a good night's sleep, I think it'll feel very, very real. After receiving her slopestyle bronze on Sunday night, Tess Cody had no problems sharing it around the Aussie camp. Mine's done the rounds, I've already like dinged it a few times. So <laughs> it's kind of funny giving it some character already. <laughs> 20 years after Stephen Bradbury's famous gold, it was the opposite outcome for Brendan Corey. Here he comes, he's getting up on the inside of Delano, and the go down, they all go down. Oh, you 
wouldn't believe it. The Aussie triggered a three-man wipeout in his 1,000-metre short track speed skating quarterfinal. I saw a space and I thought I had it. If I didn't fall, I, I'm sure I would have made it through okay. He'll get another crack later in the 500 metres and a feat which may never be topped. Dutch woman Irene Voost becoming the only athlete to win individual gold in five Olympics after taking out the 1500 metre speed skating. James Manton, 7 News. A family's finally heading home after becoming stranded in South Australia's flooded outback. They were off the grid and didn't receive any weather warnings when a heavy downpour hit. Their vehicle ended up submerged in flood water. It was like up over the bonnet of the car and because we were coming through just what the salt pans and, and stuff, it was just like just lakes of water that were coming through and there was nowhere to, there was nowhere nowhere to go. The family was towed to a local roadhouse where they've spent the past 20 days. Two Angel Flight pilots have donated their planes and time to fly them home. A court has heard a Northern Territory policeman intended to kill when he fired shots at an Aboriginal teenager during a bungled arrest. The 19-year-old allegedly stabbed Constable Zachary Rolfe with a pair of scissors and Rolfe fired his weapon three times, which proved fatal. Rolfe is standing trial for murder. If found guilty, he would be the first Australian police officer convicted of the charge following an Indigenous person's death in custody. A sailor has been rescued after he ended up shipwrecked off the central Queensland coastline. He was sheltering in the remains of his broken vessel, still gripping the wheel, when help arrived from above, bringing the 80-year-old skipper to tears. It's OK, buddy. It's OK. You'll be all right. We've got the Coast Guard just over there. Injured and dehydrated, he was flown to hospital in a stable condition. In a world first, a team of WA researchers is exploring whether medicinal cannabis could be the key to beating obesity. From a top-secret grow room to a university lab, scientists hope their discoveries will change or even save lives. Once illegal, now a blossoming enterprise that these researchers hope could hold the key to reversing obesity. And we think this is a novel approach. In a top secret remote location in WA's southwest, scientists are using the little green farmer cannabis crop to explore possible cures of the future. Ultimately, we're looking for a treatment option for obesity. It all comes down to the cannabinoids, naturally occurring chemical compounds in a cannabis plant. There are more than a hundred. This research will try to find one or more combinations that decrease appetite, increase weight loss and possibly even reverse type 2 diabetes. The impact of our research would be very um, interesting. Despite being legal here for several years, research is still in its early phases and doctors are still cautious. It isn't a question about whether medicinal cannabis necessarily works for a problem or a disease. It's also a question about whether it's better than current drugs that are proven. Research such as this is really answering many of the questions that just weren't there in those early days. Every stage, every aspect of the plant's cultivation is controlled. The nutrients, the lighting, the temperature. For scientists, that cuts out the guesswork. Less variables means more research opportunities. The green shoots of possibility. Cyan Doherty, 7 News.
Sydney rail workers are refusing to cool off their industrial action, which has led to cancellations and delays for commuters across the network. The union met with the Transport Minister, but there's no resolution on dozens of demands from privatisation to pay and conditions. They've imposed bans on overtime and working with contractors for two weeks. It's not much to look at. In fact, it's not even a house, but a run-down two-bedroom shack on South Australia's York Peninsula has fetched a record-breaking $1.7 million at auction, the figure astounding even the agent who sold it. It's the view that brought the buyers in, and as one of only 160 beachfront properties available, it was in hot demand. Checking finance now. The Dow Jones is trading down this morning. The Nasdaq is also lower. In London, the FTSE added and Germany's DAX gained. Closer to home, Japan's Nikkei closed lower. Hong Kong's Hang Seng rose. The All Lords fell slightly, as did the ASX 200. On the commodities market, gold is trading at 1,818 US dollars an ounce. Oil is 91 US dollars a barrel. The Aussie dollar is buying 71.11 US cents, 80, almost 82 Japanese yen, and $1.07 New Zealand. Crucial talks are underway in Moscow between French President Emmanuel Macron and Vladimir Putin. It's understood Macron is presenting to the Russian leader a plan for peace in an effort to de-escalate tensions. It comes amid warnings from the US that the Kremlin could choose to invade Ukraine any day now and the Kiev government would collapse within 48 hours. 18 people have been rescued after getting stranded on an ice floe in the US. A sheet of floating ice broke away while the group was snowmobiling on Lake Erie. The US Coast Guard was called in and crews reached the group using two airboats and a helicopter. Nobody was injured. The Queen's Platinum Jubilee has been marked with artillery fire as celebrations continue. The King's Troop Royal House Artillery fired a 41-gun salute from London's Green Park. That was followed by another gun salute at the Tower of London. There was a third at Edinburgh Castle in Scotland in honour of Her Majesty's 70-year reign. Canada's capital, Ottawa, has been paralysed by protests over a vaccine mandate, the mayor declaring a state of emergency. Let's go live now to US correspondent Tim Lester. Good morning, Tim. Demonstrators in the city now outnumber the police. Uh, morning, Jody. Yes, this is a mess for Canadian police and they admit they're in no position to simply move these protesters on. Nine days into the so-called uh, freedom blockade, uh, the protesters, uh, truckies principally at the beginning, who were protesting mandates stopping them from moving across the US-Canadian border unless they were fully vaccinated. So this has taken on uh, some of the anti-vaccine movement but has grown uh, larger to encompass... Uh, uh, protests of a lot of issues passionate to uh, the right here in the United States as well as in Canada. In fact, many say uh, US money is playing a very important part in funding this protest. It reached a peak of about 10,000 protesters and truckies honking their horns and essentially occupying the centre of Ottawa, the Canadian capital. It's shrunk a little since then. Police say they can't move on these protesters. They simply simply have to uh, take note of uh, things like licence plates with uh, some hope of future prosecutions, but the protesters say they're not going till the mandates are gone, so Ottawa caught in a pretty hopeless standoff for now.
Jody. Okay, Tim Lester, thank you. China has backflipped and largely restored the ending to the movie Fight Club after fans complained. In late January, the film's ending was heavily edited and replaced with a title card explaining that the authorities had saved the day. It prompted a backlash against the country's major streaming platform, Tencent Video. The film is almost back to its original version now, explosions and all, except for one scene featuring nudity. To sport now, and Jakara Anthony is officially Australia's sixth Winter Olympic gold medalist. A full 24 hours after her dominant women's moguls win, the 23-year-old received her gold medal. Probably going to sleep with it on tonight, let's be real. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably not coming off for a little while. I think after I finally get a good night's sleep, I think it'll... Feel very, very real. 20 years after Stephen Bradbury's famous speed, spe speed skating gold, Brendan Corey had the opposite outcome. The Aussie triggered a three-man wipeout in his 1,000-metre quarterfinal. I saw a space and I thought I had it. If I didn't fall, I, I'm sure I would have made it through OK. Corey has another shot at gold in the 500 metres. There are more Aussies in action on day four. Flag bearer Brendan Kerry begins his medal campaign in the figure skating before our cross-country skiers are in action later today. You can watch it all here on Seven. Aussie wicketkeeper Alex Carey has dismissed suggestions. Former coach Justin Langer has lo had lost the support of key players. A host of Ashes stars are preparing to return to Red Bull cricket in the Sheffield Shield as the fallout from Langer's resignation continues. The first Test player to address the situation publicly, Carey says he saw no signs of a dressing room rift. I don't think so. I think um, everyone respects the man highly. He's obviously a, an Australian cricket legend. Um, but yeah, I guess over, over five years, um, you know, you go through a lot together. Uh, the last six months have been outstanding for, you know, Australian cricket. The Australian squad for next month's test tour of Pakistan will be named today. A Sydney woman who survived two pandemics has celebrated another achievement, her 107th birthday. Doreen Gumley lived through two world wars, the Great Depression and recently survived COVID. Breathing. <laughs> Keep on breathing. Doreen says her long life is also aided by a little whiskey each night. Taking a look at the weather around the country now, troughs and lows will bring showers and storms to WA's interior and the Northern Territory. A trough will trigger showers in South Australia. Onshore winds will bring patchy showers to the southeast coast. A high will keep Tasmania mostly clear. Around the capitals today, mostly sunny in Brisbane, heading for a top of 30 degrees. A few showers in Sydney, a top of 25. A possible shower in Canberra, 24. Sunny and 31 degrees in Melbourne. Mostly cloudy in Hobart today, a top of 23. Adelaide, showers developing in the afternoon, a top of 34. Mostly sunny, 26 in Perth. And showers with a possible storm in Darwin, 31 degrees.